Hey, pressure washing business owners. My name is Jonathan Henderson with Pressure Washing Marketing Pros. In today's video, I want to talk about why your pressure washing business can't do more than $350,000 a year. Because consistently, I see pressure washing businesses between, you know, $200,000 to $350,000. And these are guys that have relative success. Right? These are guys that are able to have a couple of employees. These are guys that are able to work consistently throughout the year, but they just can't give or get over that hump. And as you know, it may be in that situation to where everything is always inconsistent, right? You, always, you may always feel burnt out. You may always feel like you're letting go of one guy, bringing on another guy, and it just feels like it's a bucket with a tiny hole in it. And no matter how much water you pour in it, a little is seeping out, right? And that is the truth. And so, like I said, you know, I work with various type of clients. We have over 60 pressure washing businesses that we work with on a consistent basis. So I'm able to see, you know, we have clients, you know, that do million dollar a year. You know what I mean? We have some clients that do like only $100,000 a year, right? And so I've been able to see what those million dollar plus pressure washing businesses do on a consistent basis that allow them to achieve, that allow them to scale, right? And so I wanna go ahead and tell you guys how you can go ahead and do so because like I said, I see most pressure washing businesses, majority of them are in that range between 150,000 basically to 350,000. So I'm just gonna say 350,000 because once you get there, you have to make some changes in your business drastically, right? You have to make drastic changes in your business in order to grow. And so let's go ahead and get started with this video. So number one, as you guys may have heard me say, in past videos is you need to maximize your busy season. Too many times I see guys go through the same routine. Every time the busy season comes up, they don't want to market, they get comfortable, they're gonna, they say we're gonna get X amount of calls. And then they ask us, hey Jonathan, how can we maximize to get more jobs in August? How can we maximize to get more jobs in November, December? Why don't you ask me the questions on how can you maximize getting more jobs in your busy season? Because see, it's easier to extract and it's easier to exponentially grow whenever there's the services that are available and people are wanting your services, right? And so a lot of guys don't do that. A lot of guys get comfortable and they come to us to market their business after the busy season. And I know we had a video about that, right? Because it's much easier to go, it's much easier if you're doing like $30,000 a month, right in your busy seasons of like let's say march you did thirty thousand april you did thirty thousand then in like may you did thirty thousand june you did thirty thousand and then in july things get a little bit slower you're doing twenty thousand but then you know when november and all those other months are hitting you're only doing eight thousand dollars five to eight thousand dollars i will hear guys say jonathan how can we get more jobs in the winter time and that's not the case how can you in those months just like march april may where each of those months you're doing about thirty thousand dollars how can you go ahead and in those months actually extract more and double what you're doing, right? Because the opportunity's there. That's when your busy season is. That is when people are looking for your services. So therefore, that's when it's going to be the easiest to get those 2X, 3X gains. It's easier, like I said, in April, if in the past year you were doing $30,000 that month in that time, you can probably go ahead and do 60 to 70,000, right? If you were more aggressive with your marketing, if you maximize your busy season, you put all your eggs in that basket of doing that. Because like I said, let's say that, you know, like I said, you're doing 30,000 in each of those months, like April, you're doing 30,000, or March, you're doing 30,000, April, 30,000, and then like in May, you're doing 30,000, right? June, you did 30,000. In those four months, that's $120,000, right? But let's say in that time period, 
Each of those months, you just 2x your business, right? You just, or you just 2x those months. You move from $30,000 to $60,000 in those four months, right? That's, you know, at that point, you added an extra $120,000 that year into your business by just doubling what you did in those four months of your busy season. You added $120,000, opposed to guys that try to double their business in like November, December. Now, if you do Christmas lights and things as such, then you'll definitely be able to, you know, make exponential gains. But I see too many guys, you know what I mean, just get comfortable in the busy season, they don't really try to grow like that, and then the slower months, they really try to put the pedal on the metal. No, do that in the busy season, and you will see to where you'll add an extra hundred to two hundred thousand dollars in your pressure washing business, you know, in that year. The second thing I want to talk about is you have no processes, right? I see a lot of guys that are in this stage, like I said, between one hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand. And the biggest thing that I also see is that they don't have any processes. And the main three components of the processes that they need to have in order to scale past $350,000 is going to be in sales, hiring, and training. So let's start with sales first, right? I have some clients that do pretty decent, but they'll hire an office manager, you know, and then that office manager, that office manager is answering calls, but then they're like, oh man, she doesn't know how to close. So then he's answering the calls, right? So there's no system in place. Everything's kind of just a shit show. Some, you know, this person's answering the phone, this person's answering the phone, or, you know, this guy might be working in his business, you know, the business owner may be answering the phone, and then he has his wife answering the phone, right? And there's no model of consistency. And then also in the sales process, there's no, there's no system or process in place to upsell, right? To where you have a checklist of things that you may need to go over with a homeowner before you go on a job. And I know those top pressure washing businesses like Patrick Clark and all those other type of guys, I know when they get their crews, you know what I mean, to a job site, there's certain checklists, there's certain things that they're gonna ask, there's certain things that they're asking so that they can uncover some things and some opportunities to where they have to upsell. And a lot of guys don't have processes and systems like that. Just a simple sales process. Who answers the phone? How do they close, right? How do they close? How are you sending invoices? You know, some clients will do, sometimes they'll do in-person quotes, sometimes they'll do over-the-phone quotes. So there's no model of consistency, which brings to my next, you know, with the hiring thing, right? When it comes to hiring and training, there's no mode of consistency. So, for example, the number one reason why guys, when they hire people, right, and the reason why they say they can't find work, there's plenty of employees to find. It's just that as a business owner, a lot of guys don't have the time to go ahead and do a proper hiring process to find the right place, the right candidates. Because those top pressure washing businesses, they're finding guys, right? They're finding guys because they have a hiring process that takes them out of having to do it. Because most guys are like, man, I'm out in the, I'm out in the truck. And then they, they, they devote maybe one hour a week into trying to find a guy. Therefore, that first candidate that comes to them may not be the most qualified but yet they pull the trigger on that candidate and then, oh, Jonathan, you know, this, it, didn't work, it, it didn't end up working out with this guy. Well, of course, you didn't take him through a hiring process. You know what I mean? Every time you make a mistake with a certain hire that you have, you need to document that. You need to document so that you know what questions to ask, so that you know everything about the kind of ideal candidate that, that you want to work for your own pressure washing business. You have to document that along the way. Your hiring process isn't going to go ahead and be systemized when you first get it. But you have to invest into that, right? Into a hiring process, 
you know, if you want to scale your business. Because yes, you're going to be busy at that point. You might be on the truck a little bit, you might be doing sales related activities, so you just don't simply have the time to hire. So anybody that comes to you, you kind of just take on. And like I said, when it comes to the training, if you don't have proper training, you're not gonna have the retention with the employees that you want. And that all stems from not having processes. It all roots from all of this, like I said, from hiring to training to sales. They all relate to each other, you know? So like I said, with the training, most guys don't have a training process. So then they say, you know, oh man, I had him, but the guy didn't know, he didn't know how to pressure wash this, or he didn't know how to do this, and now I have to spend all this time. And so what they're basically doing is that they're basically bringing this guy along to them on every single job, and that's okay for the first month or two, right? But then it ends up being a year. And so why did you hire this employee if you're just gonna be babysitting this guy? You know why? And then you're gonna complain about how you have to babysit them. And you know why? The reason why is because you don't have a training process, right? And the reason why some employees leave, right, is because, like I said, there's not systems in place. So every day that they wake up, they may have to take on a new challenge. And they're like, man, I've never done this before. There's no training process on this. Because you guys have to take yourself out of the mode of like an entrepreneur and put yourself in the shoes of an employee. Employees like consistency. We are problem solvers as entrepreneurs. Employees aren't necessarily, you know, we do want to find rock star problem solver employees and there are employees that are problem solvers. But like you said, you cannot compare them to yourself. So therefore you need to have a system, a training system in line so that they know what to do each and every single time because that's gonna motivate them more. If I have to go into work and I have to always critically think every single day as an employee, like how am I fixing this problem? How am I fixing this? How am I fixing that? You're gonna end up just leaving. You're gonna be like, man, I need to find somewhere where it's structured, where it's systemized. And that's where a lot of guys don't have it. So you need to systemize your sales, hiring, and training. Because like I said, when you hire, you know, like I said, how hiring, training, and sales all relate, you know, with hiring. If you don't have enough time, then you hire the wrong employee. And let's use an office manager, for example, in this, in this case. So you don't have a hiring process, so you hire the first office manager that comes, you know, comes on board, right? So that's hiring process, that's not in place. Then training, right? You don't have the proper training with this employee as well in that hiring process, which leads to sales, right, with that office manager. Because since that office manager is not the right candidate because you didn't have a good hiring process, and on top of that, you didn't train them like that, then number three, when it comes to your sales, they're not gonna know how to close, they're not gonna know what to do, you're gonna end up babying, babysitting this person, and you're gonna end up losing money and not scaling and not having retention. So I know that was a little bit longer, but you have no processes. That was my second point. Now my third point is going to be not expanding your education, knowledge, and role, right? There's a reason why you have these very good conventions, like the huge convention, where you can see people express how they, you know, and tell you how they scaled their pressure washing business to a million plus, you know? But I see a lot of guys that get stuck. The number one thing that I see guys do is they don't expand their education and knowledge. So they don't, they don't expand their knowledge into human psychology and okay, how can I manage people? They increase it only in, how can I be a better soft washer? How can I be a better roof cleaner? How can I be a better paper sealer, you know? And those, that is fine and dandy. But see, what I find a lot of guys that are in between that 150,000 to 350,000 range, they are technician. They have a technician's mindset, right? 
So they get better at their craft, but they don't get better at anything else. So they don't know how to manage people. They don't know how to sell. They didn't expand their knowledge because every time you hit a certain you know, point in your business, it, it requires you to learn different roles, right? Because like I said, from 100, you know, from zero to like 150,000, right? You may need to be in that technician role. You may need to expand your technician role so that you can, you know, add more services, know what the hell you're doing and get people to leave you five-star reviews, get a good reputation. So from zero to 150,000, you may need that. But what took you from, a, from zero to 150,000, it's not going to take you from 150,000 to 350,000. What you knew at 350,000 is not going to take you to 500,000. 500,000 is 750, 750 and beyond, right? So you have to have different roles at each stage of your business. And you have to expand that because there's going to get a certain point to where you're doing $500,000 or more, you know, to where your job is going to be training. It's going to be managing people at that point, managing expectations. And that's your new role now. You don't need to be the best soft or the, you know, the best soft washer. You don't need to be the best any of that. What you can do is you can delegate that task to maybe an operations manager that you trained up, right? But somebody else in your organization can, can, can take that off of your plate. As that business owner, when you're expanding your knowledge, you're expanding your role, you're looking for things that you used to do that you can give somebody else at each stage, right? So I'm not saying that the balls are being dropped, you know what I mean, in the sense of, okay, well, if I'm not worrying about being the best soft washer, who is? You delegate that then at that point. You know what, my operations manager, he probably needs to do that because he's probably gonna train my guys in how to do this. So therefore, I want him to expand his knowledge on how to be the best soft washer on certain things that we can go ahead and do. But I see a lot of guys get stuck in that technician role, fixing their trucks, knowing how to do that, buying the best rigs, building their rigs. Delegate that. If you don't delegate that kind of stuff, you will not grow. You know, the, it's, it's, it's kind of weird, but the guys that I see that have the biggest pressure washing, like businesses a million plus, they're not even like nearly as knowledgeable as I know some guys that are like $150,000 when it comes to just the actual techniques and certain things, you know, when it comes to the actual tangible job of doing the pressure washing. But a lot of those guys that are doing a million plus, they have a business mindset and they run circles around those other guys that have very tacit knowledge in the sense of, you know, knowing what knowledge on downstreaming, upstreaming here, how the proper SH mixture and all of that. They'll run, you know, like I said, they may not know that, you know, those million dollar business owners may not know as much as that as like the technician kind of guy with the technician mindset, but man, do they know how to run a business. And to be honest with you, if you're going to run a pressure washing business, it depends on what your goals are. If your goal is to always be on the truck, if your goal is to make under $350,000 and to do all of that, that is fine and dandy. But if you want to grow and exceed past that, then you're going to have to delegate that stuff. And so that's why I said each role in your, in your business requires a different mindset, requires different expectations, requires different responsibilities, right? And you delegate the, you, and you take off those different things. You give them to somebody else as you move up the ladder. Now, my last point is going to be simply, you know, like I said, I made the four points, you know, but this is my fourth and final point is going to be not willing to make sacrifices. And it's as simple as that. You're not willing to make the sacrifices in your business. I hate when people say that there's a work-life balance, to be honest with you. I'm filming this on a Sunday afternoon right now. You know what I mean? Like, life is work. You know, like I said, because I heard somebody say this and it was a very good quote to where they said like, well, you know, on the weekends, I don't worry about my business. But then I had this, I had this business coach. I said this, he said, no, your business is 24 seven. 
You know what I mean? Your business is 24-7 and a lot of guys aren't willing to make that sacrifice. And what you meant by that is this, right? There is no balance in your life to where you're like, I'm gonna focus on this, then focus on that. For example, you know, if, if, you, have, if you have a family and you have like a daughter, right? And you're working and you're in your business and you get a phone call from your school saying that she's sick, you need to come pick her up. What are you gonna say? You're gonna say, no, I need a balance right now. Right now I'm working, I'll, I'll go pick my daughter up later. You don't just neglect your family and just say, well, right now I'm working. This is work time. I'm neglecting my family. No, you go ahead and you make that sacrifice because you say, that's my daughter. I cherish my family, right? You cherish your family in that sense. And I'm not saying that you need to just be hustling 24 seven, but you have the responsibility as a business owner that this is your life. You have responsibility not only to your employees, but to your family and to your customers. Therefore, this is intertwined in your being. This is going to be what you're doing, eat, sleeping, breathing, and shitting every single day. And a lot of guys don't make that sacrifice, right? I see guys out here that say, Jonathan, I want to go ahead and grow past 250,000. But yet they're taking month-long vacations. They're not answering the phone, right? When, you know, with their business and they're just putting their business to the side. You know what I mean? Or every weekend they're getting drunk or they're traveling to this place, right? Whatever it may be, they're not willing to make that sacrifice. You know, a lot of these top guys that I talk to, especially in the pressure washing game and all of that, do, do they sometimes regret that sacrifice that they had to make, whether they neglected some part, right? You know, whether it be family, whether it be this, that, or the other, you have to be willing to make that sacrifice for yourself and be, and be willing to assess, is the sacrifice worth it? If the sacrifice is worth it, there's no wrong or right answer to this. But when you want to scale to those kind of numbers, you have to sacrifice. You're not going to be able to do the same things. You're not going to have a work-life balance, right? And how do you get that work-life balance? You get it by making the sacrifices first because you're gonna have to work extra whenever you do make these systems and processes. You're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to sacrifice when you are maximizing your busy season and you're working more and you come at home and your wife is saying, babe, where were you? You know what I mean? Where were you? You were out there working and like you've been gone all day. You're gonna have to make those sacrifices. You know, because like I said, in the long term, then at that point when you have things systemized, when you have all of that and you're able to scale at that point, you're gonna have different work-life balances, right? You'll be able to go on vacation at that point. You know what I mean? And not saying that you'll neglect your business, but you're gonna be able to do it where you may not be able to have to think about it for two or three days, right? Because you have a team in place that is going through all of those motions because of the sacrifices you made in the early stages now. Because if you don't, you're gonna be sacrificing your time all the freaking time, right? You know what I mean? Because like I said, you know, if you don't make the sacrifices for your dreams, your dreams become the sacrifice, right? So I love that quote. I always live by it. I abide by that. So like I said, I'll break this down again. The four reasons why your pressure washing business can't do more than $350,000 a year is because you're not maximizing your busy season. You have no processes, particularly in the facets of sales, hiring, and training. You know, like I said, you're not expanding your education, your knowledge, and your roles and responsibilities, right? And you're not willing to make sacrifices. Those are the four main reasons why I see a lot of guys not eclipse that $350,000 a year mark in their pressure washing business. But, you know, to conclude, if you guys need any help with your digital marketing, like I said, in the facets of SEO, Google Ads, web design, Facebook ads, go ahead and click the business description to schedule it to see if you can qualify you know, for a free strategy session with myself, right? Because sometimes I see guys, they get on their videos, they say, Jonathan, you need to hit us back up. 
right? But we'll send you an email basically saying it may not be the right fit. But see if you qualify to work with us below, you know what I mean? To schedule a free strategy session to where we can go over your digital marketing. Like I said, we can go over your digital marketing, we can go over your online presence, and we can see how we can partner with you to help you grow your pressure washing business because we do this for 60 plus pressure washing businesses across the world. So, like I said, thank you guys for watching the video and I look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.